I'm Donovan, and I'm here to say it's Radio Free Tote Bag, and Arthur's half gay. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Oh yeah, you are Donovan. You did you did the part where you say your name in the thing. It confused me. <laughs> did I was looking efficiency. for efficiency. I was trying to force this bit. I was looking for the, my moment to go. Oh hey, I didn't see you there. I'm Arthur, and it never came oh. because. Because I'm half gay, apparently. I am. <laughs> I'll take that. It's true. I was I was too busy making a big funny at the top of the show. <laughs> I've had a couple of big funnies jangling around in my brain, dude, because I've just been so I've been sleeping like such dog shit recently. Sure. That I'm like half in a dream state. Uh, and the upside to this was uh, I have a film project idea that has that has come out of it. I'm going to okay. enact a little scene for you. Real I'd, lo- quick. I'd love that. Do you need Just, me to play any parts or uh, maybe get some Mario music going? It's just a short bit, though. OK, All right, so it's Mario and Luigi. OK, sure. But Mario, I'm a your brother and you want me to suck you off? Mamma Mia! How about that? It's Mario and Luigi, but Mario's trying to get Luigi to suck him off. Luigi would be the bottom, we know this. Luigi's got... He's definitely... He definitely gives some good dome, some good hat, as they say of the Mario Brothers. (laughs) It just gives you some good cap. I wonder there was there was actually in Super Mario sixty four you know how you can unlock like the hats and then you hit the block and then you get the like the flying hat or the metal yeah. hat right there oh, was yeah. there was a head giving hat that was that was cut from Super Mario sixty four <laughs> just let you aggressively suck the enemies off yes like you get to the Bowser fight and he's like oh I've got Peach and uh, now I'm gonna breathe fire at you and Mario's like oh. Yahoo! And then he like does flip jump yeah. acrobatics and then just starts just slobbering messy sucking Bowser off. And then he turns into five coins. Yeah. And then you win. So so that's where I've been at. How are you doing, homie? <laughs> uh just been laboring at the unnamed retail establishment. Can't wait till uh I get to put in my two weeks. I found out today from somebody that I work with, she was talking with uh, the uh, the acting store manager. Our uh, regular store manager is is uh, out sick with a... Well, don't say that, because out sick with a fairly serious <laughs> illness. Um, oh, no. And uh, was talking to her about who would staff the jewelry department. She said, well, uh, coming up soon, you're going to only have two people to give hours to. And she said, well, what about Arthur? And she's like, he's he's leaving. He's going to school in August. He never told me. I told her in December. <laughs> I told her many months ago. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going back to school coming up in August. So and she even asked me, she's like, so what are you going to school for? What are you going to do with that? OK, I wish you luck. You know, we had like that fucking conversation that you have with somebody who's going to school. Right. No she recollection. No recollection. Has she been to the beach recently? <laughs> like Florida? Does COVID cause memory loss? 
I was thinking more just laxing on the beach, sitting on the base of a palm tree, and then maybe a coconut conked her right on the head. (laughs) She couldn't remember any of the school stuff. It's the kind of amnesia where it just takes a specific time period out, Usually, literally only that conversation. And it usually takes uh, 23 to 25 minutes to get it back in the course of an episode of Gilligan's Island. Well, you got to get hit in the head with another coconut to offset the first coconut. <laughs> to rattle the memories that's, loose. Yeah, that's the first rule of uh, coconology neuroscience <laughs> school of thought. Coconology. What, what has been cocoed must be nutted to reverse the effects. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You want to you answer some questions? Let's answer some Reddit questions. Let's do that thing that we do. Uh, why am I so fucking tired? That's the first question. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Uh, now, here's what... Here, I'm, I'm amping. I'm slapping myself in the face a little bit. I'm waking up, folks. I'm here to help. Uh, and we're going to help this one first. Fell in love with his dick. <laughs> Ever meet someone and you can't get enough? Enough of their touch, their lips, their tongue, and their dick. Anyone else been dickmatized? And that was posted by Luigi. No, <laughs> Rabbit Ten Four <laughs> tricked you. Uh, yeah, yeah. You ever um, you get down with somebody the first time, and you get done fucking, and you're looking at them, and you're like, that. that you, let's quit our jobs and move into the woods and live in a tent and just do that every day until we die. <laughs> like, like you just you just vibe instantly and you're like, oh, oh shit, that's that's that thing. That's what. So what? That's what being a human is about. The thing we just did. Can we just do that forever? Right, because it also. Oh, so I've mentioned this a bunch of times. I've been watching a shit ton of Love Island. Yes, you have. And Olivia in season three throughout the incredible term dick sand, which I love, which is where like, you know, the dick is good. You're like super sexually attracted to somebody, but sometimes that distracts you from the bad aspects. And so you're caught in dick sand. Like maybe, oh, like quicksand. Uh, I didn't. You said the phrase "dick sand" a number of times while we were preparing to record, and I had no concept. But you, you're caught in the dick sand. I understand. Right. So, like that. That's that's obviously great if the relationship is is good. But the problem there becomes where, like, if you're really into someone, you've got great sexual compatibility, but then. Everything else is meh, or sometimes even actively sucks. Eh, that's that's not that's not uh, that's not a great situation. It's to, not healthy, to be in. and it's difficult so, to tear yourself away from. But you simply must, right? And I've been there. I think I, I think most people have to have been there at, at, at some point. You know, because that's just the way of relationships. It usually is like the sexual, you know, kind of physical attraction that leads to something. But like I said. Sometimes that's the case, but nothing else is compatible. Uh, but want- then if the shit's too good, you know, sometimes it's hard to dip and then you, you know, you stay in the dick sand for like way too long. Yeah. Whereas if they were, 
you know, and ugly. Like, picture the opposite of Donovan. The uh, opposite of me, you you would have called it in the first place. You'd be like, I don't want to be this person. They don't even have a sexy mustache. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something good, but it's gone. It keeps happening. My grandmother used to say that, 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 that it was a lie. If you were going to say something, but then you forget what it is, <laughs> what you were going to say was a lie. That's the oh. rules. I'm glad oh, no, you're here, not out here lying to the listeners. Here it is. It's back. I wonder if ace people hear people talk about this and then go, ha nerds. You know what I mean? <laughs> like ace folks are like, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> Dick sand. No, thank you. Not interested. Yeah. F- falling into the trap of just kind of like hormonal attraction. You fucking idiots. Yeah. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> But, but but so that's, I don't know, that's the downside to all of this. And I feel like those are often the cases in which it is super good, uh, like sexually, where there's like no other kind of thing, because then it's, it, it'll be free of complications for a bit. You're kind of purely engrossed in this idealized, like sexual version of somebody, but maybe you keep spending time together you know, and it turns out that I don't know something just doesn't jive with your personality. They're Maybe a trumper. The guy's like a huge, yeah, that's a good example. Or there's just some fundamental dog shit thing about them like that. Uh, you know, but then and, and then you dip. Uh, In the case of the dip, you have to make the dip strong. You got to make it. It's got to be like at least a French onion dip. Uh, you got to hold up <laughs> to some scrutiny. On that fucking, uh, on that walkout. Because if you see him again and you kiss him, oh no, oh no. You're getting you're fall, in. you're gonna fall back into that dick You're sand. back in the dick sand. They're, so you gotta be, you gotta be stern and you hard. You gotta keep that, you gotta keep that, uh, wooden dowel or long stick with you. Yeah. So that you could spread your body out, you know, with the dowel to get out of the, to get out of the dick sand. You know, when I was a child, I thought quicksand would be a much larger feature of my adulthood. Like, I thought I would have to avoid it far more often than ended up happening. Man, I remember being at, like, the beach and stepping in, like, some sand out near the ocean and sinking in a little bit and being like, Oh, fuck! Oh, dude, I'm about to get... I'm oh, going, no, I'm going to die! This is it! <laughs> <laughs> All sand that you sink into is quicksand i don't buy that it even fucking exists i think it's literally a movie trope we gotta find out any evidence to the contrary listener come talk about your experience of being sucked into the sandy depths but i don't buy it i bet you're making it up too so anyways quicksand is is a colloid consisting of fine granular material just such as sand silt or clay and water quicksand forms in saturated loose sand when the sand is suddenly agitated when water in the sand cannot escape, it creates a liquefied soil that loses its strength and cannot support weight. It is an actual thing. It's on Wikipedia. That just sounds like sandy water. I don't buy it. <laughs> Wait, here's, here's an deal. image. Here's an image. Don't swim. There's deep water in quicksand. Quicksand exists. Um, it's just sandy water, dude. I'm telling you. Are you a quicksand truther? You. Yeah. I feel like all these people just drowned in some sandy ass water, but from like the, you know, how water can look all murky and like muddy and shit. Somebody else was looking on and they're like, I thought that was just a, you know, a big stretch of sand that they sank into, but they sank so quick. I'm going to call this quicksand. 
you know, quicksand is but a the person who actually experienced it died. Quicksand you know, is a they sheer, drowned in the sandy water. It's a sheer thinning non-Newtonian fluid, and when undisturbed, it often looks solid, but less than a 1% change in the stress on the quicksand will cause a sudden decrease in its viscosity. Okay, Mr. Science Man. <laughs> yeah, and fucking egghead up there with your, with your non-Newtonian whatever the fuck. <laughs> Listen, I'm coming in here with the real information. Quicksand doesn't exist. Dicksand does exist. And... You don't give any other context here if this is a good thing. If this is a good relationship in other ways, then that's the best. You rolled you rolled three sixes. You rolled a hard seven. That's the big dice roll. Yeah, you you done good and stick around with it. But I'm just saying, like, especially if this is something new and the sex is really good, just just keep an eye out and make sure that's not like distracting you from what otherwise is a crappy relationship. But in the meantime, hey, enjoy, you know, enjoy the penis. It's good penis. That's all folks. I got for that. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever been uh, you've not probably not been dickmatized, but have you been postmatized? I have been uh uh trying to think of a good one for coochie. Coochmatized. Coochie cooch infiltrated. Cooch cooch infiltrated. Very good. Yeah. I've been Kuchenful. Yeah, man. This was mostly when I was quite a bit younger. There were like a, a couple cases where I was just like, I hooked up with somebody once and then was like, oh my God. You know, and you're especially overwhelmed because you're younger. Uh, and then it's clearly not working out, but you're like, but, but, but the, but the pussy is it so good. <laughs> you struggle to, you know, you struggle to let it go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but no, not, not never one where like it's fantastic, but everything else sucks, you know. Sure, sure. Because I just I, I don't really get sex. I don't get I, I like I get a read on people pretty quickly, and I don't like stay sexually attracted to somebody if I talk to them and like I don't like them. That's just kind of how it is for me. Sure, sure. Hey Donovan. Yeah. I walked in on my son masturbating, and I don't know how to proceed. Oh, I saw this one on Pornhub. <laughs> Should I leave him be? Should I make a joke about it? Is it time for the talk? Should I suck him off because I'm a stepmom and this is Pornhub? <laughs> a flood of emotions hit me after it happened. I'm somehow scared, embarrassed, and proud at the same time. Like, how was a parent supposed to respond to this? I don't want to make him feel weird about it. Advice. And this was posted by Katie0999. You're proud? What about this made you proud? <laughs> like, well, I mean, okay, so for steps, right? Like, the kid is, like, walking around for the first time, and then they fucking, you know, they start, like, saying full sentences and shit. I don't know the order that these things happen in, but they... Me either. They, like, you know, like, a like your baby starts doing more stuff, and then you walk and in, you and got- you're like, oh, my God, you figured out how to nut? That rules. <laughs> But it's like, I get that with like a little kid, you know, they take their first steps and it's exciting because they're like a tiny, they're not even a full person. It's sure. like, damn, you're figuring out people's shit. But if my kid was like 16 and I walked in, they were jerking it. I wouldn't be like tearing up like, oh, they grow up so fast. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I get okay. it. I get I'm, it. I'm make- I get the proud. I do get it. I understand. Uh, I don't. 
I don't know. So, I mean, this is kind of, there's kind of an analogy we can apply here. You know, you're like, you're like Mario. Your son is like <laughs> Luigi. And you walked in there and he was jerking. And if he saw you and was like, oh, mama mia, you want to suck me off a step Mario? You know, then that's, that gets a little inappropriate. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I'm fucking so stupid right now. Did, did he, so do we know if do we know if he saw her or not? You know, like what was this a blatant yeah. walk in? I don't know. I don't know from this. So just all we know is they walked this this mother walked in on her son masturbating. Doesn't know how to proceed. Well, actually, Here, we don't know uh, that it's a mother. We don't even know that it's a mother, but it's Katie. We, I don't know. We do. We do know a mother from the comments now. She says, he definitely noticed me. I am his mom. He jumped out of his skin. I panicked and left. So, like, if he if he saw you, like, you got you to say something about it. You can't just right. kind of, ah, what you been up? Are you winning, son? Like, sort of thing. Because <laughs> he, he knows. And it isn't ultimately a big deal. But when you're a teenager, like, it is a big deal for most people. Because all the sexual stuff's new to you. You know, there is this whole sense of shame wrapped around it. And uh, I am. Uh, he's, he's probably wigging out a bit. I am so glad that you I said those people. Yeah, because I, you know, some people, some people don't give a fuck. Because it wasn't um, even a thing. Because for us, for me and my mom, wasn't even really a thing. I'm like, and I think that's the that's the best way to leave it too. Yeah, like I think you say something, but just be like, "Hey, I'm sorry I walked in on you." Um, you know, I'll be more careful. Be more careful about locking the door. I don't know. Be more careful about knocking that sort of thing, yeah. and leave it at that. Like, unless he wants to talk about that, which I just I suspect he would not. Like, I right. probably didn't want to talk about that when I was a teenager. Right. But I think the best thing you can do is just be like acknowledge the situation, but and then just completely leave it. Like, let him know yeah. that this isn't a weird thing. It's not something he needs to be waking out about. But just, you know. Maybe lock your door or some shit. You can I, see what I'm saying? I found skin flicks in my father's dresser and put one in the VCR. And it's powered up and it's gone. <laughs> and I get in the bed and I'm fucking. And I'm literally, I'm about to fuck. It's going. I'm about to get there, right? Yeah. Blast off. Like we are in launch sequence. Hey Arthur, I wanted to. Oops, never mind. <laughs> is what is how that went. My mother walked in on me climaxing, and oh no, she was just like, "Well, sorry." Like she literally, like in the moment, she opened the door and she goes, "Sorry," <laughs> and then leaves. And I think that's all it's got to be. You know what I mean? And I think, I think from that moment on. It's like a fucking, you know what I mean? That's, that's right. like, cause when your kids like seven, you can just throw the door open and be like, what's going on in here? And the kid's like, I'm just being seven. Right. <laughs> Once the child figures out how to masturbate, that is an intensely personal thing. That's got to be done completely in private. And that's, that deserves a fucking knock. Right. And so, and so, you know, that now like as, as a mom here, but also, like, by just apologizing and kind of leaving it, like I was saying, like, he, he's, I would assume, I think most people, like I said, you'd be a little wigged out, a little uh, 
uh, uh, rattled after this shit. So I think he'll know to fucking lock the door past this point, too. You know what I mean? I, like I, most people, you're going to be like, oh, fuck, I don't want that shit to happen again. And so. And if you do, <laughs> you're a perv. You're in the paraphilia pantry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that is a whole different set of questions. But luckily, I don't think you're, you know, I don't think your son's trying to trying to be a, a, a you know, a, a Mario situation here. Oh, so, you know. Bishop just, Jones yeah, says just a, pretended, just pretend it didn't happen unless he brings it up. Boom. Done. Yeah. And and somebody else is saying, too, and I, I want to stress this, but don't make him think he's doing something wrong. Yeah. Right? And so, and they're saying anything you say will probably just embarrass him worse. And, like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, it, if you and it's good to have the sex talk in general. If that's something you haven't done yet, like this would be this, yeah. a good sign to go ahead and, and got, do that. He's got the toolkit. Don't he could fucking. But make also, it go. don't run back and just like jump on him with that. It'd be like, sorry, you know, sorry about that. <laughs> By the way, it's time for us to have a conversation. I, oh my there god! Imagine a, that you're just here comes a, a toy in a boy's life. <laughs> you're about to fucking nut, and your mom walks in says oh fuck and closes the door and then four seconds later opens the door again and says it's time we had the talk <laughs> right right condoms are an affront to jesus uh all pregnancies must be kept or you will burn in hell for eternity son all right do it in the See butt you till you're married <laughs> yeah but yeah so, so if, if you hadn't had the talk or you know, anything in that realm, I, I would do that in, in the near future. Um, but yeah, in, in, in general, just apologize for walking in on him. Be more careful about knocking. That's it. Don't even mention it ever again. Done. Bingo. Bingo. I never, I never got, I never got walked in. I think. Really? Yeah, and I've ta- I've talked on here before that I was using the uh, the PS3 with the big old screen <laughs> yep. in the basement in high school. So that's a fucking miracle. Uh, like I got I got walked in on having sex and getting ahead once. Way cooler by my uh, by my first girlfriend's parents. Oh, how uh, how'd they deal with that? And that was honestly the same deal. We just kind of pretend it never happened. Sure. And I think that's, that's the best way to handle this. Uh, me and high school girlfriend were boning in her family's kitchen one time. Uh, we were, so I went over to the place and we were hanging out and we're both like looking at each other like a, like you're a fucking, like we both turned into that fucking ham from the Bugs Bunny cartoons. Like we're looking at each other and we're like, I'm going to fucking <laughs> consume you. Right. <laughs> And we're sitting on the couch and we're bored and there's nothing to watch on the TV. And I'm like, let's just fucking do it in the kitchen later now. Let's fucking, I'm going to bend you over the counter. Let's fucking go. Right. And we're doing that. And her sister walks into the kitchen. <laughs> oh no. And just turns on a heel. You know what I mean? Like turns the corner. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just nopes the fuck out of there. And nothing was ever said about it. I, yeah, I think I think that's that's typically the move. Oh fuck! Actually, I am I am remembering. I did I did get walked in on in high school. No uh, shit. By my own by my own ma. 
Oh yeah. I don't think she knows this. Have I ever told this this story? I don't think so. I don't know how I have it. Okay. High school. Uh, I'm back in the states. This is like junior year. I'm I'm hooking up with some girl who I met when I was doing parkour in the park because I was really fucking cool. <laughs> I got laid from doing backflips off picnic tables, dude. That's 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 pretty badass. Kids <laughs> get into parkour. It's very cool. Anyways. I've talked about this though. Like I was living in the basement at the time. I had a door that like went outside, yeah. and so like I, you know, I'd sneak a gal through there, or like I'd go sneak out sometimes. Uh, but anyways, this girl comes over. It's in the middle of fucking night. It's probably like one or two in the morning, and we're taking a shower together and fucking mm. and turning the shower like complete turning the shower off. As we're getting out, there's a knock on the door. And this bathroom is tiny. It's like you open the door, everything's the left, right there. Then the toilets, it's yeah, right there. And then, and then the shower's back there. So there is nowhere to hide a person. And so I'm just like, then the door opens inward. So I'm like, get behind the door. Right. So I open that door, and I'm holding the door open, talking to my mom, while this girl is naked, right the fuck behind the door, <laughs> and. I just, I don't know, I just said I couldn't sleep and was taking a shower and it was never spoken of again. Woof. But I'm like, holy shit, dude. I, I, I'm never going to ask her. I don't want to have that fucking conversation. <laughs> we know But I've always lessons. wondered. I've all, Yeah, I know. So we have to bring it up with him. <laughs> and if you are listening, Bruce, do not, do not go about telling this story. But fuck, <laughs> man, that just came back to me. That shit is wild. I was like, <laughs> I was like 16. I cannot Oof. believe that. I cannot believe that worked out. Or maybe she knew and she didn't talk about it. But either way, that's much better than having the whole fucking confrontation thing. You know, if you want to have a talk about sex safety and shit, like, go ahead and do that in the future. But in the moment, yeah, that's it's just going to make everything worse. What? And what does that get a bunch of bad anxiety? What does that confrontation look like in the moment? Like, if you walk in on your son masturbating and decide to press the issue and don't just fucking bounce, like, what does that even, what, what does that accomplish? Oh, no, no, for sure. I, I, I didn't mean that. I was, I was using, like, my example. Oh, of or even in the fucking, like, what, did, what does that even accomplish? Right. You, know I mean? well, you open the door and you find them, shit and like, yeah. well, we're going we're gonna to call your parents and, like, all this. And that, oh, that's just yeah. awful. And really nothing is accomplished from that. I think a better technique would be to sit down later Make sure they're being safe, and then maybe you know dissuade them from sneaking people in or that sort of thing. But I, I don't know, man. It's just the nature of of being like a teenager. It kind of sucks that like it's your most inexperienced point sexually, and you have to hide everything. It's just you know. But I don't know what the solution is. I'm not being like, yeah, just like let your let your teen fuck in the basement because that's. <laughs> It's fucked too. I mean, so me, I don't know, man. me and, this, this me and high school girlfriend, me and high school girlfriend used to fuck in the bathroom in broad daylight, and then fuck in the bedroom, and then fuck everywhere. But we ended up pregnant, so I don't know. <laughs> so just yeah, this, that's where the safety talk is is important. Uh, but yeah, so you you made the right call posting a question about this. Uh, if you're unsure. And I, I, I think this will be all right. Like I said, just ignore it. Don't put any embarrassment or pressure on them. Everything will be fine. Easy peasy. Sick. All right. Hey. Uh, I'm walking in on the question box. Asking all them questions. 
Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Oh, God. Oh, the question marks are jerking it, Arthur. Oh, she just blasting rope as soon as I opened the link. Fucking. Hey, calm down. <laughs> question you decent? Question box is right. uh, thick and plentiful. Question box is, is clothed again. And, uh, well, we don't have a question this week, but we have a comment and something that I very much appreciate uh, based on the cop signs I was talking about last week. Sending some solidarity for how shitty it is to drive through Madeira right now. First couple times I drove with my middle up, middle finger up the whole way. Now I just avoid the area. Fuck those racists and their signs. And yes, fucking thank you. Because that's what it is, dude. In like a period of fucking societal unrest like this and a, a history, a total history of racism Putting up a sign that's the, what about the cops? Like, that just is racism. True. I don't care if you don't think you're racist, you know? It's, it's fucking insane. It's I like la- if there was a massive school shooting and there was like a vigil and you didn't say anything about the vigil, but you put a sign out there like, we support like our, our workers at the Colt Armory. It would be like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's insensitive and it's insane. And fuck all of you people with those signs. That would be like Charlton but, Heston uh, giving a talk uh, in Boulder the weekend after the Columbine shooting. It would be like that happening, which happened. Is that... Who's who's Charlton Heston? Charlton Heston played uh, Moses in the Ten Commandments movie from the fucking 1950s or whatever. Uh, but then he later became the uh, lead spokesperson for the NRA, who gave a Tight. talk gave a talk in Boulder the weekend after Columbine. Oh my god, dude! It's it's so fucked. Yep. And I mean that's 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 exactly it's exactly what this is. So, but I, I appreciate you you sending this in here because I don't know if you could tell from the last episode, and still I actually just drove to get some uh, jewel pods a bit ago and saw that shit again and flipped them off again. Pack them in jewel pods. It's just a pack them in jewel pods. It's it's just it's fucking infuriating. Um. So to any of you out there, solidarity to you too, and uh, rip up those signs and shove them down some chuds' throats if you feel like it. I, I endorse that activity. I like to place those people in their historical context, um, and then move that context to a previous era. Right. So those people are the cop, like the cop lovers. Right. Let's take it back to the 1960s. Who would they have been on the side of? Dr. King <laughs> or Bull Connor? Right? Yeah. Well, no, dude. Lincoln, actually, the Democrat, Lincoln was a Republican. <laughs> uh, so, actually, well, yeah. the Democrats are the racist ones, even though we support the cops and all it, racist activity. And exactly. Would have agreed with all of that shit. So, let's take it back uh, to the historical context of the 1850s. They would have definitely been. Uh, pro-slavery Democrats is who they Abs- w- fucking would have been. A- absolutely. Fuck any spinning of that narrative. If you have cop signs up right now, you are a fucking racist. It is as True simple ass. as that. I don't care if you don't consider yourself a racist. It is exactly what Arthur is saying. You are the person fucking speaking after a school shooting, being like, but, what? but uh, let's just th- let's just thank our guns. 
Let's yeah. just get let's get a round of applause for the guns. Let's get a round of applause for the murdering racist pigs. Just kidding. Fuck them all. So thank you. Thank you. Comment sender. Here's a free uh, buzz market plug for a podcast. Uh, it is called Behind the Bastards. Robert. Robert Evans. There. there. That's the guy. So uh, I want to give a free plug for Behind the Bastards, hosted by Robert Evans, uh, formerly of Crack.com. It's on the iHeartRadio app. You can find it anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, They did a miniseries called Behind the Police. Please go listen to that. It's a six-episode series talking about the history of policing in the United States and its deeply racist and classist roots. Please listen to that. Highly recommend. I, I I could also, in the spirit of this, link to a uh, an article written by an ex-cop about his experience and the fucked up shit that he did. And I don't know what better indictment there is than somebody who managed to get out of, you know, the absolute violent circle jerk that coppery is and then be like, no, actually, it's fucked in all of these ways. And I know because I did these things. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll link to both of those in the description. Um Stay fucking strong, everybody. And again, thank you for sending in that comment. We appreciate that, and we stand with you against these blue-coated bitch asses. Stay frosty, 1312. All right, what do we got after this box? After the box. We've got somebody looking for basic sex advice for someone who hasn't had real relationship, 28F. Hello, everyone. I'm looking for some basic sex advice for a kind of beginner. I've had casual sex a bit when I was younger, but my dad died, and I had to take care of my little sister for the past five years, and I haven't really dated at all, or even had sex much at all. I want to focus on me now, and I'm excited about the idea, but I am embarrassed and don't know what sex looks like in a normal relationship. Yeah, I know. Uh, Be confident in communication and be open. And I've learned so much from reading this, so I love y'all for sharing your lives here. I have some questions that I feel stupid for not knowing, but I want to know what's normal for y'all so I don't end up with a shit guy and can be confident and not have to just follow his lead. Do you always give BJs and foreplay? How do you know when or how to switch positions? I always just follow the guy's lead. Do you intro lube like night one or as it progresses? How many rounds of sex do you have? What does that look like? How much time between? And when it's done, how long do you lay there before you get up to pee? (laughs) (laughs) After a hookup, do you always have sex in the morning? If a dude likes to cuddle, if a dude like cuddles up to you on a couch, is that leading to sex? I know it's different for everyone, but appreciate any responses to give me a sense of average so I can feel confident in my next endeavor. Serious answers only, please. Thank you very much. Those posted by Sunglasses on Us. Okay. Or um, Sunglasses Onus, like the Onus is on the sunglasses. <laughs> the sunglasses have the authority. So, like, the... I mean, yeah, so she does, you know, she does say it's different for everyone, just getting a sense of average. But this, like, the the thing in general with most of these is it's just like, what what do you want to do? Yeah, what are you about? Like, do you always give BJs and foreplay? Like, you don't have to, you know? If they're into that, if you're into that, go for it. But 
you know, if you're doing stuff, then you go to sex. They're not going to be like, what? No head? No head? <laughs> what we, the fuck kind of We simply cannot continue. We simply right. cannot continue. Right. And I mean, that's a fun foreplay thing. You know, it's a, it's definitely a staple, but I, I you know, it, it's, it's just whatever you're into. True. The same thing applies to like switching positions. You know, I'd say it's kind of like doing anything, like even just laying in bed. Sometimes you're like, eh, I'm going to roll over. And it's the same sort of deal. Like maybe you're doing doggy style for a bit and uh, maybe your knees are getting sore or exactly. some shit. And you're like, hey, I don't know. For me, I'm always just like, if it's been a longer running thing and we have like good kind of sexual communication or like kind of know what each other's into just physically like move into a different position works mm-hmm. or you can literally just be like, Hey, can you, can you get on top of me? Uh, can we do such and such? Like there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with just, you know, asking. That's something um, I feel like I've excelled at is the, the position switch. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like as a person of size with bad joints, I'm going to get uncomfortable in a certain position after a while. So I just go to the other one and they follow like that's right. kind of where I've been. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't think anybody's going to be like, you You can also just kind of tell, you know, like don't hop on top of them for 30 seconds and be like, Oh fuck. Okay. Go, go, go. And change around. <laughs> you want to get the, in the you more you do this, you'll kind of get a, yeah. And the more you do this, you'll kind of get a feel for like, you know, how that kind of groove works, you know, where you both kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, it's time to change. It's just something you kind of figure out. But I, I, like I said, I wouldn't worry. There's no hard and fast rule about right. this. This next one here is very interesting. Do you intro lube like night one or as it progresses? Do you like to have lube around 28F? Is that good for you? Yeah. And intro that shit night one. Yeah, that, that's that's definitely something that's like just going to depend on your body and I mean, mostly just your body, but, you know, that them as well. Uh, some people, you know, some women, some folks with vaginas a little less lubricated than others. You know, you can throw some lube in there. Some people don't need it at all. Some people just need it sometimes. Like sometimes you have sex a bunch of times and then shit gets a little uh, less smooth. And on let's, round make, three. let's make it clear. That's all good. That's all great. If you have the lube on hand and can overcome the uh, the the potential difficulty there, that's fine. Nobody cares. Like right. bring the lube up. Yeah, yeah. And again, just just bring it up, being like, you know, hold on, let me use some of this first. Again, nobody's gonna be like, oh, lube, lube. <laughs> uh, here's what you do. You just fucking hand them the bottle. They know what's going Lo- on. Loop me up, bye. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and, and uh, it, it, nothing, nothing wrong with it. You know, it's twenty eight. I think is on the older end of of folks. Uh, you know, not having a lot of. Oh, she says kind of beginner. So just a bit when she's younger. I don't know. Like I, I think most people though you're going to be with at this age are probably going to have some experience, and. Uh, so like like I said, I don't think you're going to get a bad reaction to any of this stuff. And also just opening up and being like, "Hey, like I'm semi new to this. I'm kind of still figuring things out." Like uh, people people who you want to be fucking will will respect that. You should say to them, 
I want you to help me find what turns me on. And oh, they, that's good. They dude. will instantly be like, I'm down for, to do all of it. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to figure you out. Cause that shit's hot, dude. It's so, so that's, hot. That, that, that's definitely good. And looking at this more of a pro than as of something to be ashamed of or feel insecure about. That's definitely that's huge. Yeah. Nobody, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody's hooking up with somebody who's like, oh, I haven't tried this before. And they're like, I don't want to, I'm not going to do this with this scrub. They ain't even fucking practiced before. <laughs> like they're going to be excited, you know, to be the, the person going to introduce you to that. So absolutely. All right. How many, how many rounds of sex do you have? What does that look like? How much time between when it's done? How long do you lay there before you get up to pee? You should pee instantly after like, for UTI yeah. purposes, Pre- like prevent those UTIs. It's gonna, always a good move to take a piss after fucking. You're gonna want to do that. And as far as like refractory periods go, it depends on the dude, right? And depends on you too. Like if you're gonna sure. be wanting to get back into it. Uh, I don't know. Typically, if I've done like multiple rounds in a row, it's like you're laying in bed talking for a while, and maybe somebody initiates some kind of thing, and then it, you know, and then you're going at it again. Uh, Hottest shit in but the it's world. Just whatever y'all are into. Hottest shit in the world that I have ever encountered. Um uh, having sex and she's on top. And we get done. And she keeps me inside her and just like fucking beats up the bean for a minute. <laughs> and like I never left and then we went again. That was fucking awesome. Damn, that's impressive. Yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> So and, and and it's the same sort of thing with that as like the positions and stuff I was talking about. I think you'll pick up pretty quickly. You just kind of have a read on the situation. Like there's signs and they're not yeah. typically like like signs that are hard to read. Like if you're laying there, your partner starts, you know, making out with you or maybe maybe touching on you a little bit and you're wanting to go again and you just fucking go for it. You know, it's true. Uh, After a hookup, do you always have morning sex? Not necessarily. It's, no, no, it's it's good, but it's not a you know, not always. It's not a yeah I, given. Some sometimes you wake up and you got to get out of there. Or you wake up and you're I don't know maybe you're hungover or some shit and you don't want to. So sure. Again, there's no there's never any obligation. It could be fun, you know, uh, but again, you just both got to be into it. And if you're not, then like that's not a big deal. Uh, if a dude cuddles up to you on the couch, is that leading to sex? A hundred percent, dude. <laughs> I was gonna give it. <laughs> I was gonna give men the benefit of the doubt and say that, like, maybe they just like to cuddle. But if you would like to lead to sex with that, you can probably lead to sex with that. Yeah, it's it, like it's 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 just another it's another sign. It's another step moving in that direction. Yeah, it's like making out. Like making out doesn't have to lead to sex, but like it certainly can, right? It's like it could be on that road. You know, if you if you progress things from there um but yeah if somebody cuddles up to you it doesn't mean like oh we will fuck fucking yeah. <laughs> like, i've you know. i've got a good piece of general advice that i think fits into the whole vibe of this question you're gonna love this hit me you are more in the driver's seat than you know a lot of these questions are about like do i have to do this is is this always like this like when can I get up to go pee? Just get up to go pee. If you want to fuck, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you you have way more control over the situation than it seems like you realize. Absolutely. 
And and really the only like missteps you could take in this situation are like pushing when somebody's not into it. Somebody doesn't want to go round two, but you're like, oh, I really want like that. That's the shitty stuff. So as sure. long as you just respect what they want too, and you mentioned, you know, communication is important. And so just keeping that open and talking, you know, kind of through the process, uh, I mean, you'd be good. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, you, you definitely have the potential to drive things. Definitely, especially once you find some shit that like you're really into, like express that point stuff in that direction. You know, I don't know. You're really into sucking dick. Start sucking some dick. You know, you, you got you, you're, you're able to just kind of drive that yourself, point it towards things you're into. And then it, like as something progresses, you know, you'll figure each other out. You know, there will be less a kind of like a, a learning, you know, figuring things out way about it. And, you know, if something comes to mind down the line, you can be like, hey, we haven't tried this before. You want to you want to try this? Yeah. So. Good luck out there. It's exciting. There's a ton of shit to fucking experience. And uh, you're, and you're going to be great. So, yeah, you're going to be great. Mamma Mia, Arthur, we nailed that question. <laughs> like a Mario wants to nail Luigi, but a Mario, I'm your brother. You've been eating too many of the big mushrooms. So you're saying his penis is too large because he's been eating too many, too many red mushrooms. Maybe, yeah, I'm kind of imagining uh, in, in this. In, I mean, this is official Mario canon that I've been discussing, but like mushroom, mushroom head. Sure. Right? Maybe there's like a power up and you just get a giant mushroom head. Well, maybe they got toad for a dick, dude. Like a toad head. Maybe that's not ideal. A mushroom. Surely. You know, there's mushroom people. And then maybe they, so like, you, when they, okay. not, you know, like okay. Toad gets the power mushroom in Mario Kart and he's like, Yahoo! Yeah, yeah, Yahoo! <laughs> what if it makes that noise when he's firing off, you know, his, his coin ropes? It is he clear. He coins. It is clear that the mushroom increases the size of the entire corpus, right? Mario starts out real tiny, he eats a mushroom, he gets big. Clearly, True. the penis also increases in size. Ergo, the hog, so to, so to speak. Yeah, so like, what if he just like, so he gets to like, human size Mario, and then he eats just like an eighth of a mushroom, and then he gets just like one eighth bigger, that would increase the size of his hog by one eighth as well, mm. so he'd be like, so he'd be like seven feet tall with like a fucking nine inch situation. Right. Right. And, this and poor you can kind of control it that way. And then he yeah. pops it into Luigi's dirt butt. Mamma mia! <laughs> Mamma mia! But you are my indeed. you are my plumber brother. We have the Donovan. same overalls. Donovan, please read the next question. <laughs> I called my buddy and left a message on his voicemail. Of that, it's not even a bit. I just thought the idea <laughs> of. <laughs> Mario incest was absolute comedy. All right, it googling it. That's wedged itself it. into my brain. Okay, I'm gonna read this next one. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to this next question platform. I got turned on by watching my own naked video. I just took a shower and I was alone in my room. I usually change in my room, anyways. So suddenly there is that thought that I should just record myself and see how I look. 
So I made a video of myself in my bra and underwear only. I was just moving back and forward, bending, and then I showed my breasts too by lowering my bra. I dressed up, started watching the video, and I looked really good. I was suddenly really horny after seeing myself. My heartbeat got really fast, especially when I saw my own breast. This has never happened before, so I just want to know if it's normal. I mean, do other people also get turned on by their own self? And that was posted by 122NowhereQueen. Arthur, thanks for sending in Skype many images of Mario and Luigi making out. (laughs) One is a cartoon. One is two men dressed as Mario and Luigi. Luigi's even taller than the Mario. Yeah, they're really going for it, too. Like, it looks good. Fantastic attention to detail. They got it going on. Um, yeah, I've been turned on by my own shit. I have. That's happened for me. Yeah. 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 I mean, cause like, you know, I look in the mirror and I'm fucking hot and I'm like, damn, that dude's hot as shit. Oh, it's me. Oh, and it's I me. Just blast off all over. <laughs> nah, man, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't like, I don't, I, I'm pretty fucking confident in myself. I like the way I look. But, like, me being naked doesn't, it doesn't really do anything for me. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'll be like, damn, like, I'm looking good, but I've never been like, damn, you know? My mustache. Oh, you know? (laughs) Oh, my scrot's really hanging today. (laughs) I, uh, it might be different for people with a little bit of a queer bent. So maybe, maybe you got a little, maybe you got a little touch of the queer. Huh? I mean, like, I guess that makes sense, but I'm, I, I'm surprised by that. It's I don't know. I'm saying that's a possibility. I'm saying that's something you may perhaps you explore. I don't know. Uh, but for me, I have my my primary attraction to men is the genitals. I do I do enjoy a good penis, right? Yeah. See, p- photographing my own dick looking good, and it's like, oh, that's my dick that looking good. Like it's just like that's just good for me. Uh so like maybe you got a little touch of that. I don't know. I can't say for sure. And I think that perhaps you being turned on by your own body might be an indicator of that. Then again, totally could not be. I have very little expertise in this area. I can only speak to myself. Right. Huh, well, I mean, by that logic, maybe I should get a pair of bolt-on, like, double-E titties. Sure. And then I could be, like, in the, in the mirror and be like, damn, look at those titties. <laughs> and they're attached to me, so I always got them. Okay, this might be a problematic bit, but I have a question <laughs> I was thinking about the other day. Okay. Okay, so I'm picturing just, like, a really dumb chud, like, bro, oh, fucking tits, dude, kind yeah. of guy. I'm picturing just some total chud and he hears about the existence of like trans folks and like, you know, top surgery and stuff. And he's like, Whoa, like, do you telling me I could get a rock and pair of tits? I could just grab them. Cause they're mine. Like, do you think there's at least one chud out there that was like, Oh dude, I could give, look at these fucking sexy tits. And like, he gets the tits because he likes tits. I hope I'm, that's a thing. I'm, I'm googling something for you because you're gonna you're gonna lose your mind. <laughs> oh boy. 
I was telling this to Abigail on the phone. She was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, w- I would like, okay, let me. Because I was this, losing it. Let man. me get this loaded up here. I would like you to read the opening paragraph this, of this Wikipedia article, please. All right. Brian Zembick, nicknamed The Wiz. Born 1961, is a magician and high-stakes gambler specializing in blackjack and backgammon. In the late 90s, he became famed as a man who would do anything to win a bet. His most famous wager was in 1996 when he agreed to receive breast implants and keep them for one year and return for $100,000. The year passed and he won the bet. But he became accustomed to the breasts and did not have them removed. This is the chud you're talking about. (laughs) Brian Zembeck. That's getting two birds stoned at once, dude. You get a hundred grand and you get some fucking hangers. You get to fucking squeeze. Give the motorboat yourself. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine being a straight cis man and having a titty on hand to just play around with? That this is what I'm good. saying, dude. There are straight guys out there who are definitely like dumb and horny enough. I feel like it could happen. Or like they go over to their buddy's place and they're like, you guys aren't going to believe what I brought over. And they pop over their shirts, their, sh- <laughs> their shirt and the big titties are hanging out. And all like these hyper masculine, like homophobic chuds are like, whoa, humana, humana. <laughs> and they start playing yeah, with and then they all- boobs. Yeah. yeah, and then they have a big gay orgy, and then they stop being chuds. That's my dream. Yep, that's the cyber. That's cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> I'm impressed that you knew this uh, magician offhand, though. That is a wonderful detail, and I he will was be telling the, my girlfriend all about it later. He was on the man show. That's how I learned of him. Uh, did he? I mean, did he ever say why he kept the tits? Was, I you don't. Know, he, I don't think he, he did. And I think that's the mystery. Yeah. Huh. I was reading about implants last night, actually, because Love Island, lots of lots of the gals, you know, have had some had some work done. And uh, <laughs> did you know that there's two primary implant shapes, Arthur? I did not know this. There's the sphere. Right. And there's the contoured ones. And the mm. sphere is probably what you're thinking of when you think of like implant. Right. Boobs. Like Nin- uh, like, like 90s. Yeah. Yeah, real kind of defying gravity type thing. But then the contour is more like the natural boob shape. Mm. But it's way less popular. And I was surprised by that because I get the idea of like, you know, I wish my boobs were a little bit bigger. But it is... It's strange that you have the option of being like, okay, well, this is like how they would be if they were just normally bigger versus this like very specific aesthetic of like what fake tits are in in the spherical ones. Sure. Then Uh, there's also a material that is banned in the US and the EU. It was only legal here for a year. Uh, And really the only people who get them anymore are fetish porn stars with like mm. the, like the watermelon sized, like inhuman sized titties. Uh, but they were banned because they would, the body would produce serum, uh, into there for some reason. Like Mm. the material didn't agree with the body or something. So your boobs would just keep expanding, uh, to, as the Wikipedia article described it sometimes to cartoonishly large sizes. And you would have to get the, you'd have to get them drained occasionally. 
Oh, That's Jesus. fucking wild. You gotta get but the oil changed me, on your fake titties. And basically that. You gotta do maintenance. And then it led me to like that particular genre of porn, and I just I that's that shit's wild to me, man. I like, like how, I, I don't know how you would function. Like I feel like you'd just be getting caught on shit all the time. I'm like gonna, I'm not talking about some big titties. I'm talking about fucking micro yeah. planets. Like they yeah. are, one yeah. titty as wide as my torso type thing. Like it's fucking crazy. How do you do that? Um, I'm gonna make a bold pronouncement. What's that? I like my sexual partners to have human proportions. <laughs> right. Ah, oh, it's just that whole. That's a that's a it's a strange fetish to me. That's but bizarre. What were we even talking about? I just I just wanted to. All these thoughts have been clanging around in my brain. I've been wanting to chat about it on the show. You know the implant stuff and uh, Mario sucking off Luigi. It's just all coming out. Folks. It's just all coming out. I really don't know how we got there from this uh, woman being turned on by watching herself naked. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad we did though. I'm feeling yeah. a lot lighter. I've got all that off off my chest, so to so to speak. <laughs> okay. Hey, this is cool that you're into yourself. I don't think there's anything wrong with this at all. I think it's a good sign. You know, a lot of yeah. people got body image issues, Me? but you're seeing yourself and you're like, damn, I'm fucking, I'm hot. I'm so hot. I turned myself on. That's good. That's good times. Agreed. I'm in full agreement there. If you can be turned on by yourself, you can be turned on anywhere. And that's pretty cool. Uh, True. Perhaps, perhaps, I don't know. Give it a shot with a lady. See what happens. Have you been turned on by other ladies? If you have, give it a shot. See what happens yeah that that would be that would be potentially potentially big but good luck out there congrats on being hot we're proud of you we certainly are okay would you perhaps like to do one more question donovan let's do one more question is it normal to not know if i 24f want kids it seems like most people know by the time they're my age if they don't already have kids. My boyfriend, 26M, and I have been together for 10 years. Both our parents' marriages ended in divorce, and neither of us are sure if we ever want to get married. If we do, it will probably be for financial reasons. Not that marriage has anything to do with having kids. I've always told him if we ever have kids, it won't be until I'm at least 30. My sister is a year and a half older than me, and she knows for a fact that she does not ever want kids. She's getting married next year to her fiancé of nine-ish years, who also doesn't want kids. My best friend, 24F, had an accidental pregnancy, and now her son is a year old. She's so happy and already plans on having another baby. I just feel like I should know by now. Are there any other people my age who still aren't sure? TLDR. Don't know if I want kids. (laughs) Posted by... Lord of the Booties. Yeah, that's what they call me. Yeah, they took my fucking Reddit name. Um, I it's normal. Like, it's normal. Yeah, it's it's totally fucking normal. And I would also say good that you are like actually thinking about this, right? As full opposed dis- to just full fucking- disclosure. Full disclosure. I hate children. I will never have kids. I would yep. potentially adopt kids. But I wouldn't have kids. I got a whole, I don't know, man. I don't like the idea of 
thrusting somebody's into existence against their will. Like none of us asked for this shit. Right. And I know, you know, there's no way to contact them, you know, in the ether out there and be <laughs> right. like, yo, you want to be born or what's going on? I would say, especially uh, under capitalism where you like your continued comfortable existence, like living to the standard that other humans live is contingent upon you trading your labor to a corporation. Right. Like, and it's not fair to sign people up for factors. that. No. And, and, and I don't think so at all. And I got, you know, mental illness and shit I've dealt with. I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to throw, I don't want to throw somebody into that. I know something good could come out of that. I think I'd be a pretty good dad, but it's just like, I don't want to do that. And then, you know, with pets, people are always on about how you should adopt and shit. Cause there's ones out there needing homes. There's tons of fucking kids out there who need homes. Adopt. So, I'm, don't I'm, cop. You late. Nice. Oh, nice. Very nice. But yeah. And so like, no, no shame on anyone for having kids. But what I don't like is the societal expectation and why I brought up. I think it's good that you're asking about that is I think that a lot of people like don't fully think of that shit. I think a lot of people have kids just because that's what you're supposed to do. And also because you have chemicals in your body that are telling you that are trying to get you to do it, which mm-hmm. also wigs me out. You know what I mean? Like there is a hormonal, there is like a, an instinctive part of this like your dna and shit is trying to get you to do this like that's the whole thing with life you just it just wants to replicate and uh and i think that's some stupid shit i don't i don't think you necessarily need to do that and i think just doing it because it's the thing you're supposed to do or just doing it because like you oh well i want kid like i want a family that's kind of fucked up too because like again you're bringing somebody into this and they have to deal with the fallout of it too this isn't like a thing you get to do for fun or like people who are like, Oh, it's the next kids. life like, are, stage. Yeah. It's the next life stage. Like, fuck that shit, dude. You don't need to force somebody into this fucking hell world so that you can be more of an adult. That's just nonsense to me. By all yeah. means, if you have, if you want to have kids, you know, and you're good people, go for it, you know, but I'm just saying it, it, it's totally normal not to know. And it's yeah. good that you're actively thinking about this. As opposed to just kind of like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're going to do this. Yeah, I guess Because you know, it's a this. huge decision, both or, for you, your life, and this kid's life. Yeah, or just shutting it out entirely without thinking about it, you know, because right. may, maybe that's a thing you want to do. I don't know. I have, a, I have a dear friend who had her first child last year. Um, she wanted to be a mother for a long time, and she and I uh, went back and forth on it a number of times. Uh, I was like... Why would you want to birth another human being onto this warming earth full of chuds and fucking fascism? Why would you want to do this? And uh, she said, you know, there were babies born in 1940 in Germany. You know, like as, as bad as things get, like we make more of us. That's what we do. Uh, see, the, then my other thing that like makes me think about this more too is that, you know, I, I, I'm I'm pretty fucking rad. You know, if there should be any more yeah. people, they should be people who are like me and cool and not just. More Donovans and Arthurs. Maybe if one of us had uh, eggs, we should just fucking artificially inseminate and create the RFTB baby. <laughs> but we don't. We can't. We don't have Radio that. Radio Free Tote Baby. <laughs> we don't have the equipment to create the Radio Free Tote Baby. 
Ah, uh, what a shame, dude. That would have been such a good bit for the podcast. <laughs> have a child. <laughs> Once a week, they have to come on the show. We just raise them, normalizing that. Hey, uh, Tugger, what did you think of this question? Tugger uh, would goo-goo. be the name of the child. Goo goo gaga. Uh, and then instead of burping, he's like vomiting milk. Yeah. That's kind of funny. You burp a baby. Yeah, he'd be burping too. He's a natural. That's my Damn, boy. Dude. All right, we're having Tugger. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm just thinking okay. we, we both we both just like blast into like one container and then whoever makes into it Dixie makes it. Cup. Into, into a, a Dixie, Dixie cup. cup. And then Swirl we just, that shit up. Yeah. Get a, a good mix going. Sugar in there. I would never forgive you if it was your biological child and not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those powerful Dino genes. <laughs> My sperm's been at the gym, bro. That <laughs> Think about this. Like, sper- sperms, right? They got, like, the wiry tail right. kind of thin. What about, like, mm-hmm. a swole sperm? And he's got, like, a muscular, <laughs> vascular tail. It's just, like, fucking flipping around so hard. Lifting up, you know, weights and shit. Oh, Why man, so I actually... I'm thinking you get like kidney stones. That's in the general same ballpark. Then you the kidney stones are something for your fucking sperms to lift. And therefore <laughs> kidney stones are actually good if you want to have, you know, strong uh strong testicle tadpoles. My sperm's too drunk. It would never make it. <laughs> uh, I just hope mine doesn't work, dude. I'm not even I'm not even kidding. If I found out I was sterile, it'd be like fucking tight. Fuck yeah. That'd be awesome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You, you know what's not sterile? What's that? This program which births so many brilliant ideas and bits. Nice. You know what's not sterile? Hmm. My hands. I've got the roni. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Our intro song is the song "Hanging hey, On" by the band <laughs> Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. Oh, yeah. And our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. Search three words. Those words are the hay and fellows. Folks, I'm going to need you to go to your fucking podcast your choice and raise five stars. And also, Donovan's got some information on a fucking Patreon. I do. Yeah. I will be assembling... Uh, reassembling our patreon site i need to figure out if like we can link it to our main website i'm pretty sure we can uh but we are gonna we have the uh, the first patreon episode recorded it will be out this week it's in the pricing wise pricing wise we're thinking three bucks three bucks a month uh we'll try to do an episode every two weeks maybe we do a little more than that we'll kind of see how it how it works out but like at least at least two bonus episodes a month that's a buck we're talking about baby Oh yeah, and and the format of this one is it's going to be all questions for us and the guests, primarily like worst stories from the past, like blackout stories or like worst job stories, that kind of shit. Yeah, but more personal stuff uh, to the degree that you know we don't just want it on the public feed. I was uh, thinking, so, I was thinking of this. I was thinking of this. So it's a relationship advice program, is what we do primarily. Yes. Yes. This is how to become the one. You know, I say you got to be the one before you find the one. These are the things that you got to go through to become 
the one. That's true. It's true. Shit that we've gone through that makes us the cool-ass fucking guys that we are now. That's right. The super fuckable dudes that we are. You gotta figure it out. The incredibly fuck and suckable guys <laughs> that we be. But yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, we fucking really appreciate the support. It's good content. That first episode turned out great. We're going to yeah, have a lot funny. of guests on there. Uh, a lot of guests we've talked about before, too. And uh, basically, that's going to cover our hosting costs, allow us to put some more money into the show. I don't know, maybe equipment upgrades, software, something along those lines. We'll figure out how to use it. But we're going to put all the money right back into the show uh, to become bigger and better uh, and so that we can finally create, you know, the Mario sucking off Luigi feature length <laughs> film that I have been imagining for the past 48 hours. So we appreciate your support unless you don't support us, in which case, please. That's, a, that's OK, too. Please, please do please that. support. Please support. Support the show. Make our podcast thicker and more plentiful. Folks, <laughs> I want to give you a big thank you for listening this week. I uh, had a blast recording. Uh, Donovan, it's always great to hear from you. Uh, and I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. But the Mario, I've never had my ass eaten. Then you are my brother. Mamma mia.